It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and WWE superstar AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's what's up? Oh, damn it! All right, hang on. I, I'm actually uh, my 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 ma- my my show number was going to be related to the guest that we were supposed to have. So uh, I got nothing. Anybody else want to jump in with a show number for this week? Show, show number 50, because apparently that's how many people Retribution has to have that's to a, uh, that's a great up point. anybody. That's I actually great... counted 11. I, well, they, they didn't, they weren't able to get anything done with 11. That's my point. Oh, yeah. Well, And, and the there, none of the women were in the 11, so. Oh, when they came back out, then none of the women were part of that? I mean, it did. I don't know that for sure, but I like paused it and tried to. They all looked like men. Oh from my. what I could tell. Like you could my tell my. when they had women out there usually because they're so much smaller. Um, but uh, I was looking and they, like everyone was part of the beatdown and the um, double whatever somersault over the top. So I feel like they were all men. Oh man. Well, uh, good. There's a thousand of them, so we got that going for us, which is nice. Um, anyway, we, we were scheduled to have a guest joiner, so I was really excited about somebody uh, who you've been seeing on TV a little bit lately. Unfortunately, uh, something came up. Uh, we uh, were thinking about them, but um, it, we plug along anyway. And who knows the way that this show works. You never know when like, I get a message later on and we go back in and, and add it into the show. And it's, it's as if this conversation never happened. So we'll see if that plays out. We but, could do episode number two. Uh, why two? Two people who had clear paths that you ignored and decided to do something completely different with on AEW. Oh, well, I mean, we could do that every week. So it's <laughs> no, 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 not unique or different in any way. Um, instead, later on in the show, uh, uh, Brandon's going to have to duck out early, he told us. So later on in the show, Aaron and I are going to get into one thing that I said that I wanted to do more of now that Aaron's like working in Vegas and... Um, probably losing the house that he doesn't even have yet at some point. Um, I want to do more with gambling. And I found uh, a website where you can bet on, well, maybe not you because you're in America and this is not a a site that allows you to bet in America, where other people can bet on hypothetical potential future professional wrestling matches. And it's really interesting. So we're going to talk about that. That's Um, cool. Yeah. We're going to talk about that later in the show. Sorry. It's after you're leaving. You're not allowed to be a part of it, Brandon. I don't, I don't want you there for that. So well, fuck you. That's that's what it is, man. We know you're a degenerate gambler and we just don't want to incentivize. You don't want me to jump on a plane to somewhere. I'm not allowed to fly right now. And and also considering you haven't paid off your last bet, um, oh wait! You, there are several bets that other people not. I was going to say, yeah, but, but, no but we we agreed to forget about those. Now we need. <laughs> if we're going to start bringing back bets, we have to do a better job. We agreed that that it was just over. Now, if we're going to do it, we got to do a better job of it. And and so far, you're over two because you're also supposed to be supplying the Altoona pizza, and you didn't do that either. So yeah, I like I like how nothing. it's on me to make sure you pay off your bets. You were going to did, wait, now, Aaron. Were you in Altoona over the course of the last uh, couple of months? 
I was not in Altoona. You didn't make a trip to Altoona. I've literally been there like seven okay. times. Yeah, I also <laughs> didn't make a trip to Altoona over the course of the last. Now, Brandon, have you been to Altoona at all in the last few months? Seven times, yeah. That's the reason. <laughs> you could also just make it. You could. We could. I don't know how this shouldn't be hard. Anyway, um, what, what do you guys want thought, to talk about? See, here's the thing. I thought at one point we had agreed to all take a road trip together. Yes, I would like to do that, but Aaron ran off to Las Vegas. He was so disgusted by the thought of the Altoona pizza That's right. that he moved to Las Vegas. So it's no longer an option. I'll still do it with you. But if you were going to Altoona, I feel like maybe we could have made this happen well, at some point. I mean, point. It's, it's one thing if there was, like, you know, we were going to a curve game or something. That's but there's so nothing up in Altoona we, right now. Yeah, and I think that's what we thought at the time. Yes. Unfortunately. <laughs> that we were going to do. Who knows? Until we realized that we're not allowed to do anything ever yeah, again. Yeah, correct. That's part of the problem. So does anybody have somewhere where they want to start this week? Because it is a lot of meh for me across the world of professional wrestling over the course of the last seven days. Like, I think legitimately the most interesting thing that's happened in professional wrestling in the last week has been, like, Andrew Yang. You know what I mean? And that even dates back to before yeah. last week. So, I, I don't – I don't. What, it's somebody else well, has got to decide. There's a few start. interesting things on SmackDown we can talk about. But, yes, I agree with you overall. This was kind of a big pile of meh. But we'll start with uh, SmackDown kind of building off what we talked about last week. And, you know, Roman cut his first promo, which I found really interesting. Yeah. Okay, I mean... Why, why are we at the... Pl- Here's the thing. We definitely are at a place where Roman Reigns is the most interesting thing on TV legitimately, which is a very weird place to be. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a... I, look, I don't disagree with that. Um, you know, it's, it's Roman Reigns, and he's not doing what he was doing before, and so that alone makes him interesting. And, you know, he is Roman Reigns at the end of the day. Like, this is still Roman Reigns that we're talking about. So I don't disagree that he's probably the most interesting thing that's happening in TV. I thought his promo... I don't know what I thought of his promo, to be well, honest with you. <laughs> his, pro- his promo was interesting because of what I feel like it almost has to be leading to. Or at least they're dropping the hints that it's leading to. You don't bring up the family. You don't bring up carrying the family. You don't put yourself on top of the family. Right. Unless the you- yeah. Yes. Unless The Rock is somehow, in some way, going to get involved. I hear you, and I, I would, I guess, I would say in general, like this didn't start with that promo, though, right? Like it started with them bringing up the bloodline, making that a thing, you know, putting Jay in the mat. Like it started calling with, him the tribal chief and all that, right? Stuff. Like yeah. I don't know that it started necessarily with the promo. If you want to say like the promo heats that up. Yeah, but and the fact that he was talking about basically needing to carry the family, you know, if Jay, if Jay won, it would hurt the family. Putting himself at the top of the family, which I think this is kind of the first time they've done that, I think leads more towards. So are you convinced that, like, they have this lined up for it to be Roman Reigns versus The Rock, say, at WrestleMania? I think they have it penciled in, and I think there's may I, I'll, I'll say this there might be some preliminary talk that hey if you're not doing anything we'd love you to do this and and brock probably said if i'm not doing anything i'd love to do this because we know he kind of wants that match he said that before yeah and, and he can't so. do anything so 
you know, well, they're from, filming, from like, all movie, purposes, movies movie are, production has been no, shut down. No, they're, they're filming again. Movies are filming again yeah. um, over the course of the last month or so. So, like, that's... No, I don't think movies oh, are. Oh, big time I think it's are. things they, that can have a certain no, amount of people no, on the they're, set. they're literally filming um, with the, the Falcon, with the, the fucking the Falcon well, and Well, that's a, technically TV, if that's you That's fine. I mean, like, my God. But it's, that's movie. It's, that, that's that a movie, be the same right? Like, we saw all of those shots coming out this week. Oh, that's right, because Batman was filming until yeah, what's his name got um yeah, COVID. And and, uh, they, and, and even and yeah. even the Tom Hanks picture is filming again. The one that started this whole thing when Tom Hanks got uh, COVID down in Australia, the Elvis yep. thing has resumed. Oh, filming. but this but 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 everything has been so backed up that maybe his project can't get whatever staff or studios I mean, maybe, or whatever I, it needs I, to I, film until then I, next then, year. Then I, then I would assume he's got another project that he can pivot to. I'm guessing The Rock does not <laughs> have a shortage of projects. Yeah projects in order to work with i think it's i think there's a couple well, my, my point is if like let's say on the table was this or said project because whatever billion dollar movie he's filming set their schedule for next september like there is a real that could be a reality where he chooses this over maybe I, another i mean maybe tv show or I, something right and okay now that one I'll, I'll i'll listen to an argument that he's so interested in this for some reason that he has told other people as they started putting together their his schedule to say since they had so much downtime i'm, I'm not i'm not going right. to be available for a month right like for a month this is what i'm going to do and i'm not going to agree to anything that would require me to not participate in that right like i'm not if you've got an injury waiver thing whatever it is i'm not gonna agree like is that plausible it's plausible do i my gut tells me that he is such a celebrity at this point that if that had already happened and there was certainty of it we would know about it um that's not that's not like wrestling sheets reporting on that that's like fucking every major entertainment like source would be i feel like reporting on something this is dwayne johnson this is one of the biggest celebrities on the face of the planet if he it's possible he told no one i think which is why i i don't think that it's in writing or anything and th- and that's i think that it's a hey yeah like if i'm not doing anything then yes which runs a lot of risk right like if you're going to start this bloodline thing and it doesn't lead to anything then kind of what was the point and somebody might say well the point was it got you through a few months with roman reigns and you can always pivot to roman reigns brock lesnar at wrestlemania because roman reigns brock lesnar will always be roman reigns brock lesnar right like and there's there's certainly something to be said for that i don't inherently disagree although i don't know that roman reigns brock lesnar is the match that you want given the circumstances but you get what i'm trying to say yeah there you can do if you're doing this mainly to make, you know, solidify Roman, then there is a point to it, even if you don't get what you ultimately want. I uh, don't inherently disagree with that. Um, there is also the question of, like, what's happening with WrestleMania. Apparently, Brandon, there are some reports that, like, there have been concerts rebooked for that weekend in L.A., which would make you think that, like, there's not a certainty that WrestleMania is going to be in L.A., which, you know, looking at the calendar right now, we have to acknowledge that. Um, I, I can tell you no concerts are going to happen in L.A. on that week. There's oh, no I'd, effing I'd way be surprised that that's by that, remotely possible. There are reports that there have been concerts booked for that weekend in at the Staples Center. Um, nah, let me pull that well, up. Well, at the Staples Center would be a different story because that could be something that's not what you think it is. Do you know what I mean? Well, like, there's not going to be people there. It might be some kind of, you know, uh, some kind of 
thing they're filming or something. You know what I mean? Uh, well, then then you're saying there's no way WrestleMania is held there. Well, no, there's no way. But that, I mean, so that, hang on. To, to, considering what's happening right I'm, now, I'm just California. I'm just I'm just telling you based on these. Are, this is the the reports. Uh, I don't know what is Grupo Firme. I'm assuming that's a popular Latin uh, something of some sort. Has the Stable Center is currently selling tickets for Grupo Firme concerts on March 26th and March 27th, the same nights that we would have believed SmackDown and NXT Takeover would be scheduled to take place at the Stable Center. Hmm. Now, like. I have no reason to think that there's going to be a concert occurring at the Staples Center. Oh, that so weekend. that's all that is. Yeah, that's a, a November date that they moved to March, and like, but they, very likely will be moved again. Uh, well, don't disagree even with if that. If it's very but, likely, wouldn't WWE have the priority there? Correct. In the, very, like, uh, in the unlikely scenarios. Our, our point being, like, whether or not that happens yeah. or not is. So I don't not certainly. I don't give a shit about whether or not yeah, a WrestleMania is not happening in in and LA. That's, it's not going to happen. That's what the internet is reacting to. Is the idea yeah. that the fact that the state this is from the Staples Center website. This is not somebody else. You can go right now to the Staples Center website, and you can purchase tickets to a hypothetical concert that is scheduled for March 26th and 27th, which would be the same weekend that we would expect these events to be at at Staples Center. Now, is there some bizarro world where WWE, like, backed out on Staples Center but could always go back to, like, the pond in Anaheim? Instead, well, they could run the forum, or could run the forum, or something like that, yeah. or or pre-tape at the you know at the wherever they are at the time and say, all right, we're we're just we're not doing WrestleMania weekend, we're doing WrestleMania because you know we if we can pull it off, we can still pull it off. We'd like to have it in a stadium if it's possible. Like yeah, those that that there is still a gray area there where you could say it's possible that they're just sort of hedging their bets at the moment. They still want there to be a WrestleMania at the new stadium. They're just they're they're being realistic. It does not seem likely at this point that we are going to be in a place where you can have a full stadium WrestleMania. So they're leaving it as a possibility, but they're making contingency plans. And the Staples Center said, "Hey, we can you know we we gotta we gotta make a decision right now." And they said, mm, "We're out, and we can have backup plans if we need to have them." But the bigger conversation is about whether or not they're just sort of openly admitting. WrestleMania is not happening in, in L.A. and not happening in a football stadium next year. And if that's the case, are you doing Roman Reigns versus The Rock in the Thunderdome? Are you doing Roman Reigns versus The Rock in a half-empty arena, right. wherever it is in the country, that you're allowed to do WrestleMania? Like, is that the way Tampa, that you're going? Tampa, maybe, something like that. Yeah, or, or or could they do what they did with Cena, where which is that this leads to him like laying out The Rock and then they fight next year. Uh, you know. Because although that seems absurd, they literally did that with, did. with The Rock and John Cena. Little bit different, but yes, I mean. But they announced the match the day after WrestleMania yeah. for the next WrestleMania. Right. I, I, I mean, mean I, my guess is that you're, this point, now you're The really, Rock is not yeah, interested I, in booking a year yeah, out. I can't, but, I can't fathom that he would be doing that at this point. And I would also say, like, now are you are you drawing the bloodline thing out for another year at that point? Well, no, I, I mean, the only reason I say that is because, you know, you're right. Like, why would you do that unless that's why you would do it so he could shoot it like a movie and not get injured? Now, that's interesting. Like, that's an interesting argument. I'll listen to that, Brandon. That that, like, that might be the reason why this it's, is It's almost a better reason. he could shoot it in takes like they did with what was the match where it said they took all day. Was it Orton and edge or something where the reporting was that like, essentially they shot it in parts so that the boneyard match took a really long time as well. Bone, well, but that was, 
but I all, mean like an actual match. Oh, an actual match. I yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah gotcha. I feel like there was one that we read about that they filmed a couple there, there takes were, and then edited it together. Several, yeah. There yeah. Was but I would, that there was the there was crash pads match. and stuff yeah. for the yeah exactly. But I would so, like I would think at this point it's unlikely that you're doing a cinematic match. Do you know like like you're not doing? No, but I'm just saying you could film the regular match that way. So that it, no, in I'm, a way that I, makes him on. feel I'm, like I'm he, saying the he other. I'm saying injured. the other way around. I think if you're doing that, you're not doing it to make it a match. Like you're not doing it to make it Randy Orton versus Edge, because now, however you're doing WrestleMania, either it's in front of a you know a number of fans, or it's in front of you know the Thunderdome. I guess maybe in the Thunderdome you could pull it off that way. Like maybe I just don't know that you would be filming it for the sake of doing it as a match. My gut would be it would more for the sake of doing it as a cinematic thing. And calling it a match, a boneyard, yeah. you know, a great, yeah, boneyard. The, match, the Hollywood backlot brawl. Something along those the, lines, sure. right? Something sure, like that. Something be. like that. But, but that is that uh, is an interesting. Anyway, argument. my aside from all that, my point is just like, what if they said, "Hey, we could do this because of the circumstances in a way where we can not guarantee that you won't get injured, but we can mitigate the that your potential." Yeah, I mean, that's, that's certainly an interesting. It's a, now again, is that. Does WWE find that more desirable than having the ability to have Roman Reigns versus The Rock in front of 80,000 living human Fuck beings? That. Of course yeah. not. But if they're accepting the reality that that's just never going to happen, there's too much there there are too many mitigating circumstances, right? Like you you don't know like we we all like to hope that by the spring of 2022 we're in a place where that's going to be possible. But at that point, how old is Dwayne Johnson in the spring of 2022? Um and, and I don't how, know, man. Does it matter? Yeah, you know, you're right. It probably. <laughs> no, I mean, for some people, it just doesn't matter. You're right. By the way, and he's um, still actually he's still somehow only 49 at that point, which is like remarkable. Um, was it Batista like 55 last year or yeah, no, whatever that 50 was? Something. No, he wasn't yeah. 55. <laughs> like, um, yeah. I mean, I hear you. I hear you. Dave Batista was 50, 51, so he's 50. Wait, yeah, he was 50. Um, no, I hear you. I just, I, I guess I would say it's more about like all of the things that can go wrong between now and then, right? Like roaming oh, can get hurt again. Roman, yeah. I, I just don't, maybe you're just at a point where like, look, we'd love to do it this way, but there's way too much that can go wrong. If doing it requires us to do it in these circumstances, that's just what we're going to have to do because we've got to do WrestleMania again next year and we've got to make it as big as we possibly can. So it's plausible. Um, look, I, if I'm, you know, I'm still not – and I guess what I'd say is there are still so many things that can go wrong between now and then. Like, even if you have sort of a wink-wink, you know, like, deal, I think you have to accept there's a lot of shit that can happen between now and then because you're dealing with, like, one of legitimately the most famous human beings on the face of the planet. And ultimately, a lot of people that are going to have way more money to throw around related to that person's interests, right? Like, right now – Dwayne The Rock Johnson can say, that sounds really good, and I'm going to tell everybody I'm not available for a month. And then Disney comes back to him and says, man, we've got this thing we want you to do, and there's $100 million at stake. And Guess what? We have Marvel Cinematic Universe Part 3, and you're going to be the I main mean, like, person. Correct. I mean, come <laughs> or, on. Or, you know, he is involved in DC. DC says, you know what? We can't really we, – we got a film here, and we're paying you a lot of money to be Black Adam. Correct. It's That's that's it. That's the end of the conversation, man. <laughs> like, yep. it goes – the WWE can't come back and say, well, we'll give you a buck twenty-five. Like, it doesn't work that way. Um, you're just out at that point, but it's interesting. I do agree that it's, but he is, th what's interesting though, is he is in a position to say, well, you know, 
okay, but I also want to do this, and you're going to work around it. it it's, and I, so some my things... movies make billions of dollars, so you're going to jump through my hoops. I, to put I, me I in under, your movie. For I, most projects, yes. For for a lot of projects, he is, but for certain ones, like the amount, the money that you're dealing with is coming from places in the world where they don't give a fuck about that. Where like you know, there's the, the the financing is coming from like say Hong Kong or or China or whatever it is, sure, and they do not care, and they are far more willing to say nope, it's now or no, period. Even to Dwayne Johnson because that's how they run with their money. Um, that being said, look, I you know I hope that it, who was it? Who was it? Was it Chris Rock that said the difference between was it the difference between being rich and wealthy is. Michael Jordan's rich. The guy who signs his check is wealthy. Yeah, it sounds right. Yeah, something along those lines. Yeah. It's sort of like that's the land yeah, someone, that we're talking. Someone about. always like, has, and, and the guy who signs his check, correct, has some serious. And and WWE out. is not that. WWE is rich. They're not right. this. They're not this. Yeah. Um, they they still need to take uh the Saudi Arabia money. Correct. So they're not <laughs> correct. One hundred percent. All right. What else do you want to talk about from SmackDown? Uh, Miz apparently has the power to orchestrate trades. Yeah, that's a weird bit. By the way, I did appreciate that they finally like gave Adam Pierce a title this week. He's really good, by the way. He's great. I, I like him in this role. But, He's always been good. He, but the absurdity of them just keeping putting him out there without explaining in any way yeah. why it is that he's the authority figure. And and you're not allowed to tell me he's always been good. We've never seen him on TV in this role. You might have watched him in some other I was gonna, I, well, that, And that's what I mean. I mean, he's always been a good, you know character worker yeah but um, he was he's I, I like this authority figure and and i'm gonna say i've seen some complaints like you you were just saying about them defining his role um i actually didn't mind that they weren't and because and i the the reason for that is i kind of like the idea that he's sort of like the messenger but there's but, and, other people but, involved but that's in all these they decisions to do. that's all they need to do and they did that and that's why i like yeah. him defining it they defined it perfectly which is he's not the one making the decisions He's the one representing the decisions. They're and that's the best way to do this. I think in the past when you've had like people that they so you know gave you the idea were supposed to be the end all be all. There was way too many plot holes in that scenario, right? Where where they would just be like, okay, but now we just have to do this, you know, like right, it, correct. But they tried to focus too much on making them a heel or a face or whatever. He's just. Yeah, I mean, he's he's basically um. You know, like J.J. Dillon was in WCW. Kind of, there is a board yeah. of directors. He's the representative of the board well, of directors. He's he's, a, he's kind of Michael Cole with the anonymous GM. <laughs> like he's without the heel, heel, heel. With, with, yeah, without the ridiculousness of the anonymous uh, I GM. Mean, well, correct. Without the, but the, the point is, like, he's just someone. The decisions are being made. We don't know who they're being made by, but Adam Pierce does. Now, at some point, that can become a plot point. It can can become a plot point that he has the ear of the decision makers, right? Like, you can use that at some point, but you don't have to. It can just be a way to explain how things come about. Now, once you do that, it makes it a little bit more weird that The Miz talked to someone, and someone owed The Miz a favor (laughs) for some reason. I mean, he implied that it was like the USA Board of Directors. Did he? Yeah, like he. Yeah, he did. He, yeah, he, he, he said he like I'm, I'm really reality I'm really star. Exactly. Yeah. But where did he imply? Like, on talking smack. On on talking smack. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, but did he say specifically USA? 
Yes, I can't remember the exact words, but he basically, you know, the people over at USA love me, you know, talk to, you know, that sort of thing. It's actually, that's actually a pretty good, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it is that's actually, good. that's a pretty good explanation. <laughs> like, it, it still doesn't really explain, like, if the, if the people at USA owed you a favor, why wouldn't you try to become, like, say, the, the Raw champion? Like, why wouldn't you <laughs> right. use that to try to get a Raw championship match instead of, just to to mess with Otis, like if it was the if it's that you always have that ability because they love you that much, there, there's still a hole in all of this. Well, and, and why did Fox agree to trade? Like, if we're assuming Wait, that the board of directors are USA and Fox, now you do have to remember, like, just to poke a hole in what you said a little bit. Part of his screwing with Otis is trying to get the money in the bank contract. I understand which could that, result but like, there's a, a but, but there's, there's a, an extra step there that's correct. unnecessary. Like all, no, all, it's not because would you rather fight Roman Reigns straight up or would you rather get the contract and attack him from well, behind? If, if you're so good with USA that you can orchestrate trades, presumably you can get them to trade and then make him like endless number one contender until you Correct. win the belt. I mean, like that's sort of the... so much smarter though. Like if you're a slimy heel, like let's let's go down this kayfabe road. If you're a slimy heel, what would you rather have, the money in the bank or have to fight Roman Reigns? Well, you wouldn't well, be fighting wouldn't Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns, he's Reigns the, is on he has SmackDown. Title. He's on SmackDown. But I'm saying he's traded to Raw. Yeah, we're talking about if he'll trade himself to Raw. If his power yeah. is okay, with the US, what would you rather USA, have money in the bank or fight Drew McIntyre? My point remains if the I, same. If I ha- but if I have if I have the the powers that be in my pocket, I don't know. I think I'd rather be on Raw. Okay, but you still have the same problem. You'd rather be on Raw and fight someone that you know, like, is going to kill you. It's, it's or silly, would you rather get? Yeah. I'm just saying it's plausible that the Money in the Bank contract plot is is actually valid. It's Look, I think it's interesting. I think it works. I still think there's holes in it, but I think it works, and I'm willing to give you that. I guess the, the, you know, the, the step beyond that is, so the assumption now is that like Otis is so pissed off, so the stakes for this match are going to be you know, Money in the Bank briefcase versus Mandy, essentially, somehow, right? Like... Yeah. They that. also haven't explained who SmackDown got. Well, and they they almost well, certainly yeah. never will. They never do. Yeah, they never will. That'll <laughs> well, no, never... They, they do. They just usually do it a month later. And well, it's that's like, what I think. It's, it's a player to be named later. Yes, Apollo Crews right. or something. Yeah, well, some, who actually, actually ended up being really good. But <laughs> um, but you, we're assuming that's where this leads to. We're assuming this leads to that at, at Clash of Champions, or is it, what the, Night of Champions, whatever the fuck it's called. Clash of Champions. Is that what it is? It is Clash of Champions, right? <laughs> It's Clash. Thank you. Jesus Christ. Was they took a- the concept of Knight of Champions and just changed the name. I was going to say, there was a Knight of Champions, right? Like, I'm not going crazy. There was yeah, there a- used to WWE be, was Knight. A year or two. Yeah, WCW had Clash, so once they started using the WCW names, they took Clash. Jesus Christ. So the assumption is that there will be a match. If Otis wins, Mandy comes back. If, if um, Miz wins, he gets the briefcase, correct? That's what we're assuming. So let's. But the, Morrison's going to be involved in this somehow too. Let's maybe like maybe well, because the first week he stole it. This, the next week the Miz took it, and then he instituted the. So there's something there. I mean, if they just ignore that part, well, I mean, be a little weird. I dis. I only disagree with that because like it. it they can absolutely make it that Morrison was stealing it for the Miz. 
Like, that's not what they said. I, I on understand. TV. I understand that, but all they really said on TV is that John Morrison's an, an idiot. Like, right. Well, it's and essentially, the Miz was an idiot. It's essentially all <laughs> they, they did. Said but, that they both were idiots. But but the Miz yet came up with something. He was the one that sure. came up with something smart. It, it, it works now. He did something that worked. Correct. At least for now. So my question becomes, and this absolutely has everything to do with the Roman Reigns situation too. Are we convinced that the Miz is just beating, like? Otis and this is the end of the Otis thing and at that point do we assume that that means the Miz is jumping ship and going to to try to get the title from Drew McIntyre because it doesn't make sense and are we okay with all of this uh, I'm I not assume it's raw anything. I assume it's raw and I am okay with it if the if if but I, I if that happens I think he's I don't think he's gonna win but you, I, I, I struggle to wonder why you do this if he doesn't. I, I think that it's to honestly, I think that's very plausible. I think it's equally likely. I think it's equally likely, though, that this is just another, you know, they thought that the Otis Mandy thing worked really well around WrestleMania and it gives another boost to Otis here to to win Mandy back. OK, but then what are you doing with Otis? And I, and I mean this not because I think it's I like the Otis thing. I think it was I think it worked. I think you're up against the clock a little bit on the on the Otis deal. Um, I, the, the problem is Roman. That's that is the problem. That's the the problem is I just I think you're kind of locked into Roman for some time. And on the other side of things, does it make sense to have Otis win a like a Raw championship against who? Randy Orton. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd I mean, so like Randy Orton wins the match and then Otis cashes in on him. I'd love it. That's that's a moment for a crowd, though. That's not a moment right. for a, a you but know what I mean? We just talked about it. You can't wait for crowds. I understand, but that's all part no, of the for, problem. He, you here. might have to for this, though. But, like, but you I'm, might have to. My my issue being, I, I'm almost willing to give them the benefit of the doubt on this, right? Where I hate the idea of, of having Otis win the briefcase to only lose it in a match. But I am coming up against the idea that this, the concept just might not work. That it right. just might not work here, and you got to do something else. Um, I just don't think I can create the path. Like, I, I created the like path did where... they engineer this just to get a pop and have him lose it on SmackDown, and now you can't even do that, And so. does he have to cash in on SmackDown? No, no, no. no I'm we're, just, we're talking I'm about, saying, like... They, or whatever. I'm saying he... When, whenever he wins the title, wherever he wins it, he loses it on the very next episode or whatever. Oh, like, I don't think he's a long-term champion. And that was the point. No, the that's point what being... I'm saying. Is it was the point of this right. just a giant pay-per-view pop or whatever, SmackDown pop, and then the next week or episode of whatever show he wins the title on, he just loses it. If that's the point of it, you can't do that anymore. Because you can't get that pop. It's just not there. You cannot create that moment. And at that point, while again, I don't like inherently the idea of giving him the briefcase to take it away from him. I don't like that necessarily. I'm just struggling to come up with the scenario that makes sense any longer because even the cheap sort of dumb thing that still would have worked just doesn't seem like it's going to work before we get the money in the bank again. If we're talking about there not being, you know, like I do think that we're going to have some fans in buildings it, there are more and more events that are happening where there are some fans that are going to be there. 
And there's a way that you can even sort of do the Thunderdome while also having some fans in the arena in Orlando to pull it off. Like, it's, it's awkward. It's an awkward look. But you can keep doing it so that it it lessens. Like you can get there some. Are, there are reports about that actually about their next steps. Right. It it would seem like what you would be able to pull off is you could have a a, a camera shot of the Thunderdome, but get the value of the noise from the other side of the building where you have fans yet never have to show them being so distant from each other. And it can kind of be a best-of-both-worlds scenario where you have the thing that you've been missing, which is noise, which in fairness, like, even at AEW, you you hear the small amount of people that are there. Like, you yeah. hear them. I think They're a lot louder than I would have thought Correct. They would be. I think there's value to having that noise, but what you don't want to show, what nobody really wants to show right now, even in the football games where there's fans in the stands, yeah. nobody wants to show swaths of empty seats. Even when we know what's going on, it's just a bad look. It just looks awkward. And well, they did it all weekend, though. Well, they showed. I mean, well, I mean football but, games did it all weekend. In, because in, at some point you have to, right? Like you don't have right, a choice right. but to show it. But you don't want to bring attention to it if you don't have to. And if you're WWE and you have the ability to have your camera shot still be people, right? Like that, what everybody sees on camera is people in the Thunderdome. It's it's full of people. But yet, at the same time, they put actual people on the other side of the building where there's no cameras to create the noise. I think that's kind of a win-win for them. Um, I think they want that. But is it enough that you're doing this with Otis? Is, is that enough Like that you've got some people? I think you want camera shots. I think you want shock. I think you want all of that. And I just don't know that you're getting that anymore. And so... I am leaning more towards the idea that this is solving a problem that's a bummer, but I just don't know that you've got a better solution for it any longer. I, to, to me, if, if I had to guess, I'd say they're just kicking the can down the road a little bit, but bringing Otis back to the picture in a semi-real way. But yeah, it's definitely plausible that they're just realized that it can't work anymore. I mean, and, and look, I don't know that it's an easy solution on Miz, but I... I also don't really know what's going on on Raw because Drew McIntyre and Keith Lee are feuding with each other. What, what, Weird. What is that? Like, what is that? Do, do you, does anybody have any idea what to make of that? I, my, my making of it is they don't know what to do and they're just kind of throwing shit at the wall and, and seeing what sticks. Because it doesn't help either of them. I mean, I, well, they're it, just trying. They're just trying to bide time to the next Randy Orton match. I understand that, but how does this help anybody? Yeah, especially well, Keith now Lee, they're who super you just friends debuted. against Retribution. Great, <laughs> the, 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 the guys who just beat up five on twelve or whatever. I mean, I I am at a at a complete loss. I'm I'm, I'm at an utter loss as to what the thought process is there, and especially like you know the reporting on Retribution is despite the fact that we know who they are. They still might not be unmasked for some time. Like we're st- this is a this is a a long um, play of long plays, which continues to add to the idea that they don't really have a plan for retribution still, and that this doesn't really like doing this with Keith Lee and Drew McIntyre doesn't solve the retribution thing. It's still there next week. Do you think that like ne- they were literally beating the s out of each other through the arena, and next week do you just walk back together and say, huh, guys, we got. You know, we really got carried away. Retribution's the true enemy. Like, what is that? It's bad. It's it's befuddling. I'm 
I'm completely lost as to what the thought process was there. I guess b- before we get too further into Raw, the other thing from SmackDown is um, the Nikki Cross thing, right? Yeah, the Alexa Bray. Everything with uh, Bray Wyatt. And, and the, yeah, the Fiend, too. Yeah, right. and clearly. And Wobbly Walrus. Yes. Um, okay, I, I don't really have a thought about Wobbly Walrus. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have any. Well, more. I mean, the thought is that they're going to go back to Roman Fiend. Because of Paul, he's yeah, Paul makes Heyman. Sense. Yeah, he's yeah. Paul Heyman. Well, of course yeah. he's Paul Heyman, but like when? When are they going back to Roman Fiend? After Roman J. So you're just abandoning... Hell of a Cell? You know, you have to have the Fiend in Hell of a Cell for whatever reason, because yeah. it's Halloween. I mean, we learned that last year, remember? But do you but do you really want the Fiend losing to Roman Reigns in Hell of a Cell? Hell in a Cell? Like I, like I said, do you remember what happened last year? I know, year? I know. I, I mean... Know. I he know. fought Seth Rollins yes. and lost. Yeah. Well, no, he didn't lose. There was no finish yeah, to the that's match. True. The well, whatever happened, off in the he didn't win the title. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I really, I really don't know what to make of that. Man. No, I'm not saying they should, but I mean, why would you do that if they aren't? Like, they clearly, he, he's he's talking about Paul Heyman. Right. That's he didn't talk about anyone else in that entire promo. Yes. I mean, it's it's very clearly Paul Heyman, and I don't know if it's necessarily Hell in a Cell, though. That would be my bet. Um, how does Alexa yeah. Bliss? The Alexa Bliss. I, I mean, she's always been obsessed with Harley Quinn. But by the so, way, and the thing is, like, very clearly her being Harley Quinn. Well, I no, can't. but how does it fit into what they're doing with Bray Wyatt? It, That's it, what I'm trying to figure out. I, I guess what like, I understand what they're saying. No, it doesn't. But her. at the same time, I like it, which is a weird bit, right? Like, yes, I, yes. I like it, even though I, I will openly admit it doesn't really fit. But I'm in on it. Like, I'm digging. Her kind like, is of... that how they get him out of the Roman thing? Like, I don't see, and and I'm going that you know going back to the Harley Quinn thing in that Joker, you know, loved having Harley Quinn around, but he wasn't doing anything for Harley Quinn. It was Harley Quinn being obsessed with the Joker. This could just be that. This could be more about Alexa than Bray. That right, she's the Joker kind of his... was abusive to Harley Quinn. But but in in a way that she was just like a play thing. Right. It wasn't, exactly. You know, it wasn't necessarily. It wasn't about. The Harley Quinn thing was not about the Joker as much as it was about Harley Quinn. Yes. So I think this could be just more about Alexa changing the Alexa character and going from there. I mean, you have to acknowledge the connection. No, no, no. You acknowledge the connection, but the connection is almost a one-way connection. It doesn't really... It doesn't fit into Bray's plans. I I don't understand how that works. I think think she can, like, walk out with Bray, but Bray still not acknowledge it or care. Yeah. Like, I think there's... Exactly. I think there's a lot that you can do in that. Like, I I genuinely believe that you can make that work and make her interesting. Does it ultimately help Bray... No, not really. It's just but it a, doesn't need to. And that's the point. I think it's just a little different. And in the same way that we've been putting up with wrestling or fighting in a different room, like just because it's a little different, it's a little different. And I kind of don't mind a little different right now. Like I'm on board right. with a little the only, different. The only nit I'll pick is that they finally do something like this with her that has some sort of um, mysticism around it like you want to know where it's going what's what this character and now she's launching a fucking podcast oh yeah like an official wwe that's never bothered me they're going to be promoted on air well but at some point they'll like they will they in i think they'll be fine i honestly think they'll be fine with that i think that they will i'm just saying it's it's a little bit of a nitpick none of these other people it's like you don't have bray wyatt having a podcast you know what i mean you don't have the Undertaker having a podcast or whatever. Like it's it's like 
in the thick of the character change and now oh don't forget to download her podcast it's a little weird but i i guess what i would say is you can distance it like you don't as as like she's walking to the ring that's probably not the time to promote the podcast like right. you know i i think that you just you you just be smart about that and we accept that like we know we're watching professional wrestling sometimes and we have to accept some of those things sometimes yeah. um I, I now i no to your point i would not like them as she's in the midst of a segment or something like that to suddenly by the way guys all right this week uh alexa bliss interviews nikki bella like no i think that would be a really bad idea to go about doing it that way um all right so let's shift to what else from raw um i guess the retribution thing is raw underground raw underground raw yeah. underground yep. raw underground hey guys it's raw underground okay so we've, get- we've covered Ron's on raw underground sure. for some reason by the way, is there anybody whose participation in Raw Underground like makes less sense than it, who is that? Remind me who that is at the door. Who the, the name? Of, it's um Jordan Jordan uh, Amagba. Or, yeah, whatever. Yeah, jo- God, yeah, he, Jordan. It's Jordan, right? Is there anybody? He could kill everybody in there. He could kill everybody in there. He like Shane McMahon's out there like talking to him. Dude, we're gonna have a great week this week. He doesn't even get to fucking watch. Why does he care? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, not only not only well, that. And, and what's it? What's his job? Like because yeah, someone they just came let in anybody and demanded in. he let them in and he right. did. Like I, it's the, <laughs> nothing has made less sense to me in a thing that means it's a complete zero to begin with. Like Raw Underground, we all know is not a thing. It's just like, we're going in into a different room so that Shane McMahon can yell and be sweaty. It's a very bizarre, you know what? We, we apparently if there, if there was any less evidence, or, or sorry, if there, I don't know what I'm trying to say. If you needed, well, I'll say I'll say it this way: if you needed more evidence that a they never ever planned to give Braun Strowman the title, and B. Once they did, they had no fucking clue what to do. You had it on Monday. Uh, I, it's, <laughs> it's so bizarre. But I just we're just putting him in a tight army shirt I, and I, throwing I him you. into. Uh, but this I could mess. not get over. I, I, I like how he says, "I need to beat up people," but he doesn't beat up the guy who beat him for the title. <laughs> right. Right. But I, I still none of that. None of that compares to. You're setting this up. The premise of having Shane McMahon talk to Jordan every week for is is because Shane McMahon needs to talk to somebody for some reason. Right. Because he's he's talking to himself too much, I guess, during the course of Raw Underground. So you need to have him talk to somebody. But at some point, you have to have that guy turn and say, "Why the fuck would I care?" <laughs> I can't see it. I am not a stakeholder in Raw Underground. I'm literally a guy you've hired to watch the door, and I don't even care about that. <laughs> you know, I, I, that's what I wanted to turn out to be. Is the reason he's just letting anybody in is because Shane's not actually paying him. Something like that, no <laughs> doubt, man. Something like that. All right. What? So the retribution thing is the big story. I. It's fine. I mean, like, mm. it's not. I know it's not, but it's fine in the context of what we're doing. Like. It's it's insane. I don't mind a good long play, but they've done this piss poorly as a long play. Like you, what you were doing to begin with is far more interesting than what you're doing now. Um, what did you think about them helping Kevin Owens win? I think nothing of it. I I, <laughs> I I just think nothing of any of it. I don't think that they're. I don't think that we're drawing conclusions from anything that we've seen. But it's the first time they've done something that would perceive to benefit someone else. Uh no, the not necessarily lights flicker mis- that helped Apollo one and the, time. The Mysterio thing, one hundred. They went after. But that was shit. before. That was before they were really there. Like that was the night they showed up, right? Yeah. What the so, Mysterio like, thing? No, that was huh? weeks after they had shown up. 
The Apollo thing? No, I'm talking about the the thing with the Mysterios. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they beat up everybody, right? No, they just beat up the Mysterios where Seth Rollins watched and laughed and cackled and enjoyed oh, it. Oh, right, 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 like, right. That's right. I, but that, I mean, that wasn't in a match. If it wasn't in a match, a but it whatever. Clearly... But again, they're making them out to look like losers. So I don't care if they're who they're helping because whoever they help, if that ends up being part of them, becomes part of a loser group. Well, there's another thing they're doing, which is very bizarre. Um... They're positioning. Is this is this, uh, this thing with the hurt business? Is this just to make the hurt business part of retribution? Like, is this like a fake? Like, what what is this? Because like th- you just built this group up to be your number one heel group on the show, and now they're fighting with who I perceive to be who you want to be the number one heel group on the show, or something. Well, I, I, you keep I saying mean, what I, think I don't think we're trying we... to do is saying that retribution is bigger than face heel. It's 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 you know a threat to the company, but they're not presenting that in any sort of way. Well, and I would go a step further. I think reading into anything retribution has done is a mistake. I I still think that they have no idea what retribution is. That okay, all... well that's he's fair. Talking, he's talking about let, let me read into the hurt business. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to but, t- but I... say. Like. What the Hurt Business did that makes no fucking sense to me. Unless they're they're doing it as the, this is the company threatening group. And we have to all band together. But they're not presenting that. Or they no, just they're like, pay us and we'll defend you. I, which look, I, I, I hate saying guess this. Yes, they did? My, 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 my answer, unfortunately, I think is they didn't know what they were going to have the Hurt Business do for a week. And so they decided to do this. Um, I, I, I mean, I, that's as fair as anything else. Like, I, just, yeah. I just don't. Anything that involves retribution, my answer is they don't know. They don't know. And again, going back to reports that, like, it could still be weeks until we get anywhere. I, and I'm, I just, I don't, oh man, I hate, I hate it. I hate be coming off this way. I really hate coming off this way. I thought retribution could be a cool thing when it's, when it started. It could work because, as I said before, anti-authority, groups always work in professional wrestling this is nothing this isn't even really showing itself to be anti-authority at this point this is just sort of showing itself to be like we're mad that at what i don't know we're just we're mad but we're all wearing the same color and we hang out together so care about us it's 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 nothing there's nothing there they were way more interesting months ago but they nobody's ever known there's never been a direction for this and i don't think we have direction yet i still think they're trying to figure that out and i keep going back to i don't know that they ever will because in what world does it even make sense to interject a group this big into the rob like what what are you doing with all these people once they're just a part of the show to do what it's like the dark order you can't have groups this big it's never like, I guess the NWO. You could argue it. It worked at one point. I'd argue it. I'd argue that was the, nope. the that's when it didn't end work for the NWO. I mean, yeah. Yeah. like when like, it started to not work is when there were a thousand people were in it. You cannot have groups this big because they have to have a purpose. They there and and you can't you. It's hard enough for you to come up with a purpose for one wrestler, in in storyline. Like they 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 hardly ever do it correctly. Now you can have a purpose for. 30 and 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 if they do this like let's say they 
if they move forward with this being 11 people or whatever the fuck, and they end up defining who those people are, which I'm, I'm still not convinced they're going to define more than a few of them. But let's say that they define who 12 people are. To me, you immediately run into the Dark Order thing, which they're going to, you know, they're going to lose matches they should never lose because nothing it, because they're going to do the nonsensical thing of like one guy fighting someone and losing and that's that's what's the, inevitably you know I, I always rag on the dark order but it's impossible to have a group like that you know what i mean it's not all their fault it's their fault for making the group it's not their fault for not being able to book it right now because they're how would how the hell do you book that but like group? A, a group particularly of- when you put people in there who you clearly don't believe in. And when I say that, I'm not saying that I don't think these people are talented, but the second that I hear that Mojo Raleigh is in this group, I don't think they're taking it seriously. And I hope that I'm wrong and they really believe in him and like this is the moment that they give him something okay. really important to do. But to me, they have taught me otherwise, and to me it means they just but, threw but a bunch I, of fucking dudes in I, here. I still don't just think... To- I still don't think – I think we're reading way too much when we assume I, – I think right now the central figures being like Mia Yim, Donovan, Donovan Dijakovic, maybe Mercedes Martinez as well, I think we can read into that. I think everybody else, they're still trying to figure it out. And, right. and inevitably a lot of them will just be people that they don't have anything to do with. And to, to that point – as long as they keep them masked, I think they can change their mind about who that is from a week-to-week basis. I'm not – like the reports this week that Shane Thorne was one of them, and I, I guess we saw that. I'm not convinced that means that Shane Thorne is one of them when we get there. I'm not convinced that means that Shane Thorne is one of them next week. I think the only ones that I'm convinced are definitely part of whatever the group ends up being are the ones that we know that like there's reason to believe that they want to have a purpose for. And Dijakovic, Yim, Mercedes Martinez – I don't think that you're involving them unless you want to believe that there's a purpose for. But anyone else who's attached to this group in any way, I think, can literally change from week to week. And I don't know how many it's going to be when you ultimately take their masks off and when we decide this is the group. I I just keep thinking that we are still throwing shit at the wall. That's it. That's all this is. And that inevitably it's clearly going to be a way to get a couple of people onto Raw. But outside of that, I think it could literally be who shows up the arena that night that doesn't have anything else going on. Okay, you're in retribution tonight. Con- congratulations, because you know you're here and you're collecting a paycheck and you're still under contract and we think you have some value, but we got nothing else for you. I mean, I I just I, what well, boggles my mind is that they're they're not even doing this as well as they've done it. You know, like they the first bit of them showing up wherever whenever was the said. right way to do that's, this that's what i just like, said like this it's not nearly as interesting as it was the at, like a month ago it, it's 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 beyond that at this point i think that what they've been doing the past two to three weeks is damaging to the point where whoever does get revealed as retribution is going to be hurt by that i the only i don't i, I don't think that as I, long as they do something that it's i think it's possible and i'm of course i'm gonna uh i'm gonna take the out of not being able to define what this thing is, but I do think it's possible that they do something that is so impactful that we forget that. I, I don't think we're at the point of no return, but I think we're pretty fucking close. Like, I think I, that I, I think, I think it's keep re- doing this I for another month. I disagree. I disagree about point of no return. Because, like, at some point, these people can always just be themselves. So, like, I, Donovan yeah. Dijakovic will always look the way that he looks, 
And, and he's great. Like, and while I don't think that Donovan Djakovic was ever going to be, you know, the the star of stars in the WWE, I think he can still have the career that like most people would think that Donovan Djakovic was going to have, even if he was part of this silly thing. Like, I just don't yes. think that's going to yep. end that. I, ref- I I I can't believe that. But I think the thought being, but I think it's initially damaging at least. Um, maybe I, it I depends I, if they if they reveal him and then it's still real bad. Then right. it's, then it's damaging. Like at, at some point, they still haven't really even introduced Donovan Dijakovic, man. Right, like right, right. I, for I, all we know, they could decide tomorrow that it's uh, Tommaso Ciampa correct. and, and uh, Dijakovic is gone. I, I, I mean, exactly. It's it's going to be really hilarious when just completely obviously different people show up. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, well, that's coming. already happened. No, I, I, but I mean, wasn't like, even in the, the first couple characters. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, I, I want to hit on NXT and AEW. Is there anything else from Raw that we need to to hammer nope. on? Okay. I don't um, think so. Uh, it was a. I I really am starting to wonder what the thought process is in in NXT. Like I I you know, and I I I have to convince myself that it's related to them deciding they want to move the night. You're on competing as a television program on a night where there were no NBA playoffs, no football, no nothing, and what what were you doing? Like, what was that show? It was fine, but your stars, the biggest stars in the, the company, um, Finn Balor did a pre-recorded generic promo. Uh, Adam Cole was uninvolved. Johnny Gargano was, you know, in a pre-recorded promo. Um, Tommaso Ciampa's in like a a not even secondary program at the moment, like fourth or fifth level yeah. program. Like, what? is going on with NXT right now? Like, what is happening with NXT? And if the answer was that they thought the company was going to be carrying cross and they're just confused because it's not, like, I am I am really befuddled by, again, how the, how the night of the show is involved and how perhaps an upcoming draft is involved and how that might be screwing with everything. Like, they're afraid to put their stars back into programs because they're afraid that they're about to lose them in a couple of weeks and it's going to be a whole different group of people that we talked about that might be coming from Raw and SmackDown. But why would you announce another takeover in the meantime? Like, the the whole... It's just a really weird thing that's happening to me with NXT at the moment. NXT has been definitely a mess, really, over the past... Uh, I don't four or five months or whatever, but yeah, it was especially apparent here. And I think that's you're kind of dead on is that they're kind of holding their breath, just trying to get through the draft. And once you get the full roster, the new roster, however you want to term it, that's when they'll actually start going to work. But in the meantime, it's bad. Uh, so who, tell me who should win this match to be the number one contender against Finn Balor. Nick. Like, tell I, me, I I expect them to be kind of a sacrificial lamb. So I um, Gargano because reasons or uh, who cares. Well, okay, but, like, but hang on. It would be great if it was Gargano because it would be awesome to have a Johnny Gargano Finn yes. Balor. But, and, and that's why I'm kind but of that going only, that Again, that only makes sense if you know that Gargano... It makes no sense to put Gargan- Gargano into that program if you're going to have him lose and just stick around. Like, that's insane. That only really makes sense if you know for sure that Gargano is going up. And so you just want to do one more big Gargano match. You're, you're going up. Moving elsewhere is the way I should say that. I, I'm really at a loss, man. I'm really at a loss. And by the way, the Punishment Martinez-Timothy Thatcher match was tremendous. It was a tremendous match. And Punishment Martinez looked great. But, like, the problem being, the show was such a dud that, like, 
you know, having this cool match to end it doesn't overwhelm that, right? Like, we're not talking about it the way that we're talking about the cool match that ended last week's NXT, which was genuinely cool, right? Like, it was a cool moment. It felt big. This felt like there's there's got to be something coming. I just kept thinking to myself, like, they can't just end NXT with Punishment Martinez, like, you know, voguing in the ring or vamping yeah, in the I, ring. I, I thought it was going to be, you know, whoever the big, you know, whoever there's, there's coming be, out it, to be his next opponent. There's got to be, like, something that we don't expect, like, Walter is suddenly, like, you know, like, there's got to be something big that ends this because nothing has happened on this show and like it was again it was it was it was a good match it really was quite a good match i was very entertained by it um and you might even say it's been like punishment martinez's best moment in in nxt arguably like he looked yeah. really strong against a really good competitor in the main event of a television show but the television show was such a dud that like I, it just didn't feel the same way to me man I don't disagree at all, and and to me, again, it just felt like they were just saying, okay, we need to get through this week. Next week, we'll have two crazy multi-person matches for the time. Weird they're doing that on the same week, by the the way. Why couldn't you have done one of those? I mean, it just, feels like, okay, we just need to get through this however we can. Get through the takeover, get through to the draft, and then go. That's what it feels like. You know what it it felt like to me? It felt like the pre-USA Network NXT episodes where you would have the one that was clearly taped at the same time as the one with all the, the people one, you wanted right. to see on it. Correct. And it would have like every, you know, everyone else essentially. Um, I don't think it's okay to do that right now, but that's what it felt like. To I, me. I like agree. It, 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 and again, it was fun. Like in and of itself. Like you it's remember a, those shows were like, yeah, but, but usually those would have promos that pointed you to the next week or, you know, like, yeah, they, this I mean, is kind of a dud show. Because they have two number one contender matches and, where they and don't that's the, the problem. And that's yeah. the exact problem is they have no direction right now. They're just get doing matches to get through things. And, and the matches were fine. And again, the, the Punish Martina was was good. It was a good match. It really I mean, was. Just to play the devil's advocate, they did have a secondary title match. They did have a tag team title match. They did have the NXT Women's Champion in a non-title match against a viable opponent. Like, if you say all those things without saying who the people are, that feels like a pretty big show. I think the problem is the people in those roles right now, aside from Io Shirai, aren't big ticket sellers so that feels like that and then maybe a little bit of well, and the they, and uh, they undercard was a little you know underperformed but but the matches so, the only one that you had any thought that like a title could change and you really had to squint because he literally just got the fucking belt a couple weeks ago was was the main event just because it was the main event and right. and it was a an extended match right you didn't right. believe there was any chance of of the tag Rizango, titles, Luzon, correct? Right. Or Shotzi, right? Um, which wasn't even a tag match; it wasn't even a title match. So, well, that, and that's why I I don't agree with you that there's no chance Shotzi wins the match. Okay. I think when you do a non-title match, anything could happen. Yeah, but it's such a stretch. Um, it's such a stretch to have Shotzi it, Blackheart beat the, Io Shirai. The, the, sure. Yeah. The problem, though, is that out of everything like no storyline like it, it felt like it was they were doing matches and they were cool matches but they didn't really have much of a build going in and they had no build coming out like i no, I, and that's the overall problem with nxt as you mentioned in general is that there hasn't been a lot of that it's a that, lot it's of that you, the stars your biggest stars if like, here's a, a small one if at the end of the night adam cole comes out and stands face to face with punishment martinez we're like holy shit man. or even or even champa 
or yeah, or even Champa, sure, right? Like that that that's something very small because it's a star. It's a star, and you look at it and say that's money. Like that's money. Punishment Martinez coming off an awesome match, looking great, and now staring down a top star in the company. Like that's a that's a great moment. I, their star. Th- this comes back to how they've used their stars, and that we talked about it for months now. Like they they just haven't done anything relevant with their stars for right. for months, except, except, except for, for last week. Right, correct, with the two matches. When they were forced to. Right, they were forced to because they lost their champion. And in fairness, they, they came up with a really cool way of doing the, the women's match. Like, they did come up with a really unique idea for how to use Rhea Ripley. But then, you know, like, where did it go from there? It's it's a weird thing. It's a weird thing. I don't want to dwell do, on it. Do, have they defined who's in the men's match? I mean, they put yeah. a bunch of pictures on the screen, didn't it's, they? I mean, what it seems like, it's, it's going to be 20 different people. And there's no list anywhere. Like, do you right. think there's any chance that, some, like... Kevin Owens or some like surprise person shows up. I think maybe a surprise person, but not a Kevin Owens level. Like it, it could be a, uh, I don't even know a Kalisto. So you know someone like that. Well, that would be a dud. <laughs> it better it not. Would be a it's dud, not going to be that. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> not mean, necessarily it, that, but I think it would be a. Lo- it wouldn't be a Kevin Owens. But could it, it be a lower level? Could person. it be? Well, they already did the Kevin Owens thing, but maybe I don't know. Who is there? Someone up there that is bored and. They could throw in for a takeover. I mean, Cesaro would be fun. Yeah, yeah, that but, would be great. But that he's kind of busy. Yeah, that would make yeah. a lot of sense at the moment. That would not make a lot of sense right now. But by the way, I do want to say I, I do love that they're doing this. Uh, Lucha Underground made this a yearly tradition. They called it Aztec Warfare, but the the gauntlet, the kind of the hybrid Rumble gauntlet, it's yeah. awesome. So yeah, explain that for you know because I I'm still a little bit. They're calling it a, a gauntlet elimination match, which yeah. like so basically think about it as a Royal Rumble, but instead of throwing somebody over, the only way to eliminate them is is normal pinfall or submission. So you you have two guys starting. You have someone coming out. In this case, it's for every four minutes. They'll play their music just like the Royal Rumble, and people will be eliminated eventually. You know, as they get pinned. Right. And stuff. So it's it's right. Correct. And yet, the women's match is just going to be a battle royal. It's just going to be a um, yeah. Right. And they have listed the people participating in that. Um. It. It is. Um. Shotzi, it's pretty much all the, all the women. Yeah, the whole roster. Shotzi, Casey Catanzaro, Indy Hartwell, Aaliyah, Dakota Kai, Candice LeRae, Rhea Ripley, Tegan Knox, Raquel Gonzalez, Kane yeah, Carter, it's, and Zia Lee. It's the women, I can't think of one woman in NXT that isn't on that list. Um, and again, the point being that like they're going to do these two matches next week, and then they have one week till the takeover. <laughs> like They're going to establish two number one contenders. There's going to be no stories told. They're just going to say, now go out there and do it. Um, it's just on all, it's a very weird thing. And again, although you could do with the women, if you do Candace Loray, you already have a story. Yeah. There is Um, a built in story, no doubt, but like, you're not, the men's going to be the men. Yeah. Right. But it's, and it's still, even there, you're going to, you're going to have that happen. And then you're going to have one week. (laughs) Like you can fall back on what you've done, but you've got one week from that point in order to get the, I got one week. All right. Anyway, um, They, they haven't even named the takeover yet. Right. It's just the takeover. I assume it's Halloween Havoc. Well, oh, you think? I hope so. <laughs> That'll be cool. I'd love it. I mean, it's, oh, it's dude, it's, get all the set pieces. But out. it's like nowhere near Halloween. <laughs> it's October eighth. It's close enough. It's October fourth. Fourth, eighth, whatever. I mean, it's it's weeks. It's nearly a month away Fine, from fall Halloween. Fall brawl, then. I'm good. With yeah, that. I like I'm good that. With fall brawl. I'm good with that. You put Shotzi's tank out there. All right. Um, as far as AEW is concerned, uh, because we got to wind down. Um, 
I, I, here's all right. I gotta hate talking. About, I hate talking about AEW. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Um, I I have obviously no interest in like they're not doing anything to sell me on Brian Cage, John Moxley being interesting. It's it's just not interesting to me. It's not even him, and that's why you're even less interested. Oh, it's Lance it's Archer, Archer, right? It's Archer. Sorry, I said Brian Cage. Yeah, he's, he's, he can't even get it right. Because suddenly uh, uh, Will Hobbs in that match, though. I mean, that's like I'm I'm cool with Will Hobbs, but like I'm just so uninterested in the premise that it it does nothing for me. Um, like the thing that we talked about doing that was important with Orange Cassidy putting him into a big, you know, program. Good God, that's one of the things I was talking about at the beginning of the show. Like. It's it's important that you do that, but this doesn't come off as a program. This comes off as a single match. Right. This this should have been at the anniversary show. Correct. Don't like that. Don't don't like that much at all. Um Wait, I, what are you talking about? They're 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 putting him in one match with Brody Lee. Oh, right, 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 right. Yes. Yeah. I, I was see, here's the thing. They said that, but then they also put him in the main event, <laughs> in the finish of the main event of the show. Well, I, but I've got no so problem with him still being united with best friends. I've got no issue right. with that. Well, it makes sense because those guys hit him with the, um, right. whatever they're calling the socket quarters. Yeah, I'm, 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 I yeah. had no beef with that. My beef is... Yeah, that worked. I thought that worked really yeah, well. Yeah, my beef right, is... Right. Yeah, so, yes, so this is what I wanted to talk about. Orange Cassidy against Brody Lee to, to lose. Right. <laughs> I have, he's that, not winning. That makes no sense <laughs> right. to me. Like, what what, what are you unless, doing there? Unless it is the start of a bigger program, no, I just if, have no faith in if that. If that's the case, then yes, I would guess I would, I would change my mind about that, and it's more of a... You know, best friends versus Dark Order thing. Oh, I'm all like, in for that. Like, yeah, I mean, if that ends up being the case long term, I'm I'm with it, right? And it seems like they're done with Pride and Powerful, so that would be, you know, that would make sense. It would, it would certainly. There would be a lot of logic behind that, but you know, the Dark Order still does have a hundred members, and the best friends are still <laughs> only three people, so there's still a bit of a math. Yeah, but they problem. have Trent's mom. They do have Trent's mom. That's a good point. They and could, they could. Okay, I'm gonna say something, and then I'm immediately going to point out why it's a bad idea but <laughs> i mean in theory they could do a thing with their characters where they recruit friends or whatever but i'm going to say that's a bad idea because yeah. we are going down faction boulevard yeah, in aew and, and like you like, could say mjf made fun like they made fun of that in the and promo. then they literally did it later in the show that was my yeah. favorite thing so. mjf points out how ridiculous it is that they have all these factions and then they literally form a temporary faction with archer and cage and taz and what's his right name? and, and Ricky. lord knows i do not care about eddie kingston's faction at all they have given me no reason to care like why would i want that more than i just want the butcher and the blade to do something relevant and particularly the lucha brothers to do something relevant like why am i more interested in this bizarre random group of five that's that's the answer stupid. is the answer that you know someone will give you is that Neither of those guys can talk, and Eddie can, and that's about all you can say about it. I, I guess, and, and that—that's so. <laughs> my theory of this is that they read Twitter too much, and you know, Eddie Kingston's first week, all the AEW guys were freaking out about how good his promo was, so they're convinced they need him to talk every week, and that's as far as their thinking went. Um. Yeah, I mean, like this exists just so he can cut a promo every week, essentially. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I think that might be it. But I would rather him. Like, what I would say is, just pick one of those two teams and make him their manager. 
right? Like, like, like he doesn't. Yes, Eddie with the Lucha Bros works yes, great. It's tremendous. Eddie with all of them is just dumb. It's uninteresting. It's it's it. It's Especially if we're going to be bringing Allie into this, which I love Allie, but like, yeah. what are we doing there? One hundred percent. MJF doesn't care about the title. Well, no, he still he still called out and, uh, and, Dictator and, John and, forced, and then said he's going to find a tag partner. And, I hear you, but well, he, <laughs> he also forced. I, 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 it's exactly what I like. I, I By don't, the way, he has a giant fucking tag partner standing next to I, him. I understand. Why does that. he need a partner? Well, but, whatever. Um, what I said was, I will be okay with this. Not that it's good, but I will be okay. If you're just going right back to it after you burn off the the Lance Archer thing, right? Like if it's just, hey, the pay per view still a ways away. We need to burn the Lance Archer thing real quick, and then we pivot right back to MJF. I'll I will listen to that. I still don't think it's good, but I'll be okay with it because they have at least this week, like forcing Justin Roberts to say what he did. Like it made it very clear that he's not ignoring it. That he's addressing the fact that John Moxley cheated. Um, I actually was, I, I'm going to give that a thumbs up for this week. They moved it along to position themselves to be able to go back to it after they get through this stupid Lance Archer thing that for whatever reason they feel like they have to do. Um, I've got a, a literally like a list of things that I saw over the course of the week that I, I, is there anything else that we want to say strongly about AEW? No. Okay. So I'm just going to go through so. some popcorn here. Um, no, one, wait, 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 one thing, one thing. Um, I love the uh, AEW, uh, where all the great tag teams are. We've got a new great tag team that will prove the metal of all of uh, AEW's tag team assertions, which is Chris Jericho and <laughs> and Jake Hager and Hager. Oh, I'm on. You know, I don't know what your problem with Jericho and Hager tagging together is. Well, we've got all these great tag teams. Let's just put two more singles guys together and, and make them a tag team I, going for the well, but I don't. But I don't. I don't think that's what that's going to be. I don't buy that. For I think that's. I don't think that's happening. And, and the fact that they've been affiliated for a year yeah, now, yeah. I, I think it makes well, it they more cut than the two promo that said they're going for the. I tag know. I right. Just, they're going. They're going for it. But they're. I, it's less of a, It's not like they're ran, two random guys who weren't doing anything that they put together. These are guys who have been affiliated with each other for a year. Look, if that becomes, okay, I'll give you that. If that becomes what they're doing, I'll I'll react to it. It just doesn't really even make sense right now. It's a bunch of heels. Like, why would you? Why would you do that at the moment? I don't know. They cut the promo, not me. Uh, all right, I, that doesn't. I I just um, it doesn't do much for me. All right, uh, a couple of things. Uh, Trish Stratus and Sasha Banks want to have a match against each other. We're all on board for that, right? Cool. Oh, yeah. yeah Let's they, do it. They're both uh, apparently said it publicly. Um, we cover the next takeover. Oh, we know the next uh, Impact Championship match at Bound for Glory is going to be uh, Eric Young and Rich Swan, who is not actually retiring. Baltimore's own. Um, uh, Aaron, should I care? Uh, I mean, they set it up at the last pay-per-view. These guys can both go. So if you're looking for a good wrestling match, that sounds like a pretty good wrestling match to me. It does seem like a decent wrestling match to me, by the way, for what it's worth. Um, Apparently, Vince McMahon uh, changed Rusev's name because he was afraid that people would call uh, Alexander Rusev Alex. And Alex is, quote, not a good name for a heel. Which also was the reason why Antonio Cesaro lost Antonio because he didn't want to call him Tony. So is, is, is... Look, we all know Vince McMahon's crazy. Is there anything to be said for this? Vince McMahon's crazy. Okay, very yeah. good. Next on the list. Uh, oh, we didn't talk about it. We didn't talk about it during. We did not talk about the Mickey James thing uh, when we were talking about Raw. 
weird. Very, very weird. Um, there's a lot of speculation that like the, 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 the official just genuinely believed that something went wrong during yeah. the course of the match, and so they, they called it off. And I'm good with that. Um, I have I think that an official should have that power. I don't know why it should be all that hard. Like referee stoppages occur in every combat sport. Why and there are arguments about it. When it when it occurs, why should it be a problem that there would be a referee yep. stoppage ever? Like that I I actually think that's something the WWE should maybe use more hey, often. Listen, it occurs in Raw Underground all the time. Ah, great point. It does <laughs> it does occur in Raw Underground. Um <laughs> So, uh, uh, Brandon, uh, Kurt Angle is with you. Uh, does not like that Baron Corbin was the one that retired him. He apparently told Vince McMahon that he wanted it to be John Cena to retire him. Uh, I started his career. I wanted him to end mine, is the quote. That would have been great. I am, um, I, boy. The only issue I have with this is, like, again, like, at the time, it made all the sense in the world. But they really did get away from using Baron Corbin retiring Kurt Angle as a plot point. Like they when's really, the last time they mentioned it? Yeah, they and really. I think, I think we all agreed, and, and I agreed that I was wrong that it played okay. It definitely, afterwards. it definitely played well. It a hundred percent played well, and it should. But now it looks shitty. Yeah, it, it's a, it's now a forget. It's you almost forget that it happened. While Cena because, versus Angle, we would have remembered. It. Well, because they never went about doing right. what they were supposed to do with Baron Corbin, like. And that's really the bigger like the problem to me isn't that they went with Baron Corbin it's that they didn't do what they should have done with it with Baron Corbin afterwards like that continues to be the issue. Uh, Daniel Cormier says to SI he has had very very early conversations about signing in WWE he wants to start as a commentator and then build to an in-ring feud with a big name. I'm cool with the commentating. Uh, I don't know about the rest. I mean, I've always thought he could be a good wrestler, so, uh, you know, I'd rather him go that route than go, all right, we need a guy, let's just put him in a match right away. I'm, this is interesting to me, right? Like, it's essentially saying he doesn't want to be, like, a real performer. He doesn't want to, like, be a guy that's like, like, give me, you know, commentator's role, and then when you've got something that, that has money surrounding it, then I'll do that. I don't know that I have an issue with that. I think the problem is it's just too easy to say, okay, well, it's Brock Lesnar and who else? Like, who else does that work for with Daniel Cormier? Matt Riddle? Maybe, but it's sort of a stretch, right? Like, it's not like Why is it a stretch? Because there's no history between the two of them. It's just saying Matt Riddle was once upon a time a UFC fighter, so, you know, here it is. Oh, um, well, if it, if they have to have history, then... Well, it's, it's not Brock even about Lester. history. It's just... And that's the thing. Like, to me, it's about... Is, is Matt Riddle versus Daniel Cormier really a money... Like SummerSlam main event, I, I I just think that there's only literally one thing you can do that makes that work without making Daniel Cormier a character week you know week in week out. Like that's how it worked with Ronda Rousey. She had to go be a character for a little while in order to make it work to have a big money match. I think there's literally only one thing you can do with Daniel Cormier that would would accomplish it the way that he's talking about doing it. And Aaron, uh, I know Brandon's got a role in a minute, but um, you wanted to talk about uh, Ring of Honor really quickly? Yeah, just really, really quick here. They uh, finally came back. They debuted their Ring of Honor Pure title tournament, and I thought it was an absolute home run. Kind of Ring of Honor over the past few years has really lacked identity, lacked character. Their presentation of this, which, by the way, goes back to their old uh, Ring of Honor Pure title rules, which is... um, 
basically punches are not allowed. It's pure wrestling. Punches are not allowed. Only open hand slaps or chops. Also, each wrestler only has three rope breaks allowed. After you get the three rope breaks, there are no rope breaks anymore. You can pin it there. And every match begins ends with Code of Honor. They added for the tournament that any outside interference will result in immediate termination for the wrestler who's interfering, as well as they added there are time limits, and if it goes to a time limit, it goes to judges. They presented it as a sport. They had like co- they called it as a sport. They had kind of graphics that made it look like a sport, and if this is the way that Ring of Honor goes, I don't know if it'll work long-term, but it's something different that makes Ring of Honor, like, something different that you should watch, and I thought it was, it just, it was a home run for them. Um, I mean, I, I love the concept. I'm looking forward to watching it. Um, I think it works, especially considering how they're trying to pull this off right now. Um, like fly everybody in for, you know, a, a weekend, tape a bunch of shows and then disperse again. I think it's a, a tremendous concept for trying to make that work and be interesting. So I'm on board. Brandon, I know you got to run, uh, at Brandon Linton on Twitter, correct? Yep. All right. Uh, everybody follow him there. Um, Aaron and I are going to finish up the show real quick. All right, Aaron, Brandon had the role early this week. So a couple weeks ago when you were headed out to Vegas, I said, you know what? We really, you know, you're working with, with VEASAN. We really need to start incorporating, like, wrestling betting more into the show somehow. We need to do something with that. Um, you probably should have thought of that because you're the betting guy, but don't worry. I- I'll just handle that for it. No problem. But I'll, hey, I'll you've take, always I'll said you hate gamb- the gambling lines because it might be a spoiler. For pay- so, per- to be fair, for paper- I've tried to bring it up before. For pay-per-views, I do. For pay-per-views. Um, but I don't care. I don't care about anything anymore. That's where we are. <laughs> well, that's true. So um, I wanted to do something fun. You know, we, we had, as I mentioned earlier in the show, we had a guest that was supposed to join us. And unfortunately, it just didn't work out. And, you know, I hope we can make it up. But in the meantime, I wanted to do something fun here. So I was poking around the old interwebs, all right? And apparently, there is a website called 888 Sports. Do you know anything about 888 Sports? Uh, I do not know 888 Sports. I assume it's a European it site is, or maybe Canadian. It is, it is apparently some uh, – uh, its, headqu- its headquarters, in fact, are in Gibraltar. That's I mean, that, that's honestly, that's where most, I mean, most oh, of them are really? in Europe, but some target, I, I did you not know, know Gibraltar or whatever. I, but I didn't know Gibraltar was a thing. I didn't know that was like a popular place for gambling. The Rock of sites. Gibraltar. Well, I'm aware of, oh my God, Aaron, I'm aware of <laughs> the Rock of Gibraltar is. I didn't know that gambling sites would specifically be located in Gibraltar for some reason. So 888 Sports over the summer put out a list of futures wrestling odds. Specifically matches that might happen at some point, might not happen, but they will allow you to bet on them, and if they do at any point on a pay-per-view, on a TV show, whatever, you've got your bet in already for that match if it were to happen, all right? Okay. So I'm going to do two things. One, I hope you don't – do you still have the website that I, I sent you to pulled up? Yes. Don't. I wish you didn't. Okay. I wish I, you didn't. I do not have it pulled up. All right, very good. So I want you to do two things. We're going to go through this list. We've got a handful uh, for AEW and for WWE. I'm going to do two things. One, I'm going to make you guess what the odds are for that particular match. Okay. And then I want us, the two of us, to decide, do we think that this match happens at any point in the course of the year? So between now and... September 17th, 2021. 
Okay, sounds good. With By the, the way, I, I did not. Uh, it, you sent me that link, but I was just looking at the draft, so I have not seen these odds. All right. So all. the point being that we will keep track of this, and while we have terrible uh, track records and paying off bets, we will. Why don't Why don't we just make this like a gentlemanly bet between the two of us? Why don't we make it like a you know like a no, we, you don't live here anymore, you son of a bitch. What the hell's well, wrong with you? I'm with hoping that? you're coming out to uh, to Vegas. I'm, I'm going out uh, later right, we'll, after the we'll, show. We'll, we'll, we'll make get it, houses, and I'm making sure that it yeah, has got extra rooms, room. that it is has important. some party places, because right. I'm hoping all you guys come out here. So we'll still make it a night out. We'll make it uh, dinner and drinks between you and I. All Sounds right? good. Whether or not this match happens over the course of the next year. All right? So I'll begin. I'll sort of bounce off both lists. Um, I'll start with the big one in AEW, Tyson Jericho. One, what do you think the odds are? And two, does it happen in the next year? So these are the odds. If the match happens, here are the, the odds. The betting the odds for the match, yes. Uh, it would be Jericho minus, let's go Jericho minus 300 in that Jericho one. minus 300. And what do you think Tyson would be? Uh, I mean, it just depends on the site, but let's say plus 200. Plus 200. According to 888 Sports, Jericho plus 550. What? <laughs> Mike Tyson minus 1250. Now, in fairness, I actually don't know if this is some sort of like uh, European uh, amount that like we're dealing with. These aren't American dollars that we're talking about for some reason. But in fairness, it's absurd. Um, does the match happen in the next year is the next question. No. You say no. Um, I don't think it happens as a one-on-one match. No. I yeah, still, definitely not as a one-on-one I match. still think they do something related to Tyson and Jericho over the course of the I don't think they just fully abandon it. Um, but I don't think there's a one-on-one Jericho-Tyson. I kind of want to get credit for that, though. Do you think they're going to do something that will, will I mean, look... what's, what's your definition of something? Like, I think... I don't know if Tyson's going to be involved in a match, but if you said, like, Tyson, you know, Tyson picks a team to right. go against Jericho yes, and Hager correct. or something along those something lines. I think something like that is going to happen in the next year. Like, that I could see. Well, you've got to say yes or no. I'll, I'll say yes. If you're talking about, basically, if Tyson is in any way involved in a storyline that leads to a match, yes, I will oh, say that happens. Damn it. Now we're both picking yes, so it doesn't help me at all. All right. No. Uh, next. By the way, the, the fact that they have Tyson as a heavy favorite is... I mean, I sort of get it. You know, Tyson why, probably doesn't why would come Mike, in unless he's going Mike Tyson over. Do this, weird, right. Yeah, I do. I agree with that. All right. Uh, on the WWE side, a hypothetical Brock Lesnar-Roman Reigns match. Brock Lesnar-Roman Reigns. What do you think the odds would be for a Brock Lesnar-Roman Reigns match? I will go... Yeah, the question is, is it, is it a sheer coin flip? I, I think they'd have Reigns as a slight favorite because he did do the job at WrestleMania. So you would have Reigns as like a minus 150 favorite. Reigns as a minus 250 favorite. Okay. Brock Lesnar at plus 175. Does that match happen in the next 12 months? I'm going to lean no because, and then we'll talk about, and we, we talked about it before. I think... I mean, if this happens, it's mania, and while they could go with it, I think they have another plan for Roman. Um, I'm going to say yes on this one. I'm going to say Brock Lesnar-Roman Reigns does happen because I just feel like it's it's too money for them and there's too many things that can get screwed up um, in, in, in over the course of the year that they don't want to 
push it any longer than that. So I'm going to say in the next 12 months, which includes SummerSlam next year, I will say yes. Yeah, um, SummerSlam could be the one. You might be right there. So next up, Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair. A hypothetical Ronda Rousey-Charlotte Flair match. What do you think those odds are? Oh man, I, I think that's a, that's a sheer coin flip. I'm assuming they're using minus 120 uh, usually for wrestling. They do, so I'm going minus 120 both ways. It is Ronda Rousey minus 215, Charlotte Flair plus 150. Yeah, that's. I, I mean, I, I get it. It's Ronda Rousey. That I would I would bet heavily on Charlotte if that came up. Uh, does that match occur in the next year? I'm going to say one-on-one through SummerSlam. Eh, that could be a... You know what? I'll say yes for SummerSlam. You're going to say yes. Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair happens. I will say no. I will say no to that one. Um, by the way, Ronda Rousey has three hypothetical opponents that 888 Sports would allow you to bet on. Um, the Do you want to guess, uh, of, of the three, that is the... the the second closest in terms of odds? There's one with longer odds... There's one, there's one opponent that Ronda Rousey could face that they give closer odds to. Who do you think it is? I mean, the obvious choice would be Becky. It is not. Becky is not. I'm guessing based on the way you're presenting it, it's not Becky. Becky is not on the list. They have no hypothetical matches for Becky Lynch. Would, it wouldn't be, is the long shot Rhea? The long shot is Asuka. The Ooh. long shot is Asuka. That's fun. Asuka, um, by the way, plus 190. And I said long shot. That's obviously not a long shot. Yeah, that's, that's not a very long right, shot at all. It's longer than what we were talking about. And Ronda's minus 278. So who... Would it be Sasha? It is not Sasha. Is it a WWE wrestler? It is 100% a WWE wrestler. Is it Rhea? It's not Rhea. I don't know then. I mean, Daily. <laughs> I'm just going through the list. Shayna Baszler. Shayna oh, okay. Baszler is the one with the closest odds. That's a 190, 134. Yeah, situation. and that would uh, thinking there would be if they have it, Ronda would probably want to put Shayna over. Correct. That's obviously the thinking there. All right. Uh, hypothetically, will we see in the course of the next 12 months a John Moxley Chris Jericho match again? Or guess start with the odds. Yeah, uh, start with the odds. We will go with Moxley minus two seventy five. That's very. That's the closest you've been so far. Moxley minus two fifty. Okay. Moxley minus two fifty. Now, will we see another John Moxley Chris Jericho match? Again, any singles match over the course of the I was going to say year. yeah. I don't think we'll see a feud, but could we see like a number one contenders match? Could we see a random match on Dynamite? Um, you know, I, I'll say yes, just because the I think I, the odds are to that at I, some point they'll I run agree into each with other. you. I agree with you on that. That at some point they would just you know whatever to like they're trying to hump, pump up the anniversary show right now. That at some point over the course of next year they would end up choosing to do that. Um, back to WWE side of things. Bill Goldberg and Matt Riddle. Oh, Jesus. A hypothetical Bill Goldberg-Matt <laughs> Riddle match. Obviously, we know the history. Bill Goldberg <laughs> and Matt Riddle, what would the odds be if those two were to meet? 
I mean, obviously, if this match happened, Matt Riddle should be the favorite, but I don't know that Goldberg would come in to lose to Matt Riddle. So I'm actually going to have Goldberg as the favorite. I'm going to say minus 200. So close, minus 250, minus 250 for Bill Goldberg, uh, plus 175 for Matt Riddle. Will we see, over the course of the next 12 months, Bill Goldberg and Matt Riddle? I'm going to say no. I, too, am going to say no. I'm going to say no. That that might be more, I don't want to see it. Oh, it's 100%. That is impacted by this. 100% impacted by the fact that I have no interest in seeing it. I'm not going to pretend as though that's I'll I'll say this. If it's going to be a Goldberg match, that's probably the match I'd want to see more than any. Um, Now, uh, just because we're there, another one that would be interesting for a lot of reasons, Brock Lesnar and Matt Riddle. That one's far more interesting. Um, I will say Brock, Le- again, Brock Lesnar, since we're going through a trend here, Brock Lesnar minus 250. Brock Lesnar minus 250. Very well done, sir. Very I'm, I'm starting no, to pick oh, up sorry. on this. Uh, no, 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 I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I was looking at the wrong thing. No, way off, in fact. Really? Brock Lesnar minus 500. Okay. Minus 500, Matt Riddle plus 300. Will we see a Brock Lesnar-Matt Riddle match over the course of the next 12 months, Aaron Oster? I'm going to say no on a singles match. I think they end up How would they, crossing what? paths, rumble, something along those lines. But why would you do that if you're not going to have a match? Because I, I think they like the tease of it. They like the idea that people are talking about it, but I don't think they're quite ready for that match yet. This is a mistake because I've already called Lesnar Reigns at some point, and there's only so many <laughs> things we can do here. Um, I'm going to say yes, only to, to be more interesting. And What the hell? I'll pay for dinner. It's fine. I have no problem doing that. Um, uh, I don't know why we would do it, but Cody and MJF again. Uh, okay. Um, this is an, actually, this, this line's interesting because it's just a pure hypothetical, like, I, Cody has to be the favorite. Cody. Now, if this if this match was like tomorrow, I would say that it would be very close. But they're not seeming to make close lines. I'll go Cody minus. Oh, let's go off two fifty. Let's go two twenty five. You, you know, you should your your gut instinct you go was back to correct. No, your gut instinct was correct. It's close. Cody minus one thirty nine. Oh wow. MJF okay. plus one hundred in that one. Will we see another Cody MJF match in the next twelve months? I'll say yes. I mean, I have no idea why, but I too will say yes. Yeah, again, just kind of in the same vein as Ambrose. Like, they seem like they're going to cross paths unless the Cody heel turn happens really quickly here. Um, one that we have talked about significantly, and a lot of these tend to involve uh, Brock Lesnar, because obviously. Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. A hypothetical match between the two. What would the line be? Brock minus 350. Try Brock minus 625. Yeah, okay. Brock <laughs> minus correct. 625 is the line that they have in mind um, with um, <laughs> with Bobby Lashley being hey, plus It's probably fair. To be Will we honest. see a Brock Lesnar-Bobby Lashley match in the next 12 months? I'm going to say yes. You're going to say yes to that one. All right, well, yeah. good. I'm going to say no. I've already picked too many Brock Lesnar matches, so I can't pick another one. 
that so. that feel honestly that feels like a really nice if they can ever get back out to Saudi Arabia that feels like a really nice Saudi oh Arabia yeah it would be match. a good Saudi Arabia match I don't know I mean I guess if we're saying twelve months they should be able to get the Saudi Arabia right. in the next twelve months um, there is so for the record I brought up a couple of scenarios there is someone on their Brock Lesnar options that he would be an underdog against they have Brock Lesnar listed as an underdog in a hypothetical match who would he be an underdog to Aaron Oster hmm going through the list uh, no no John Cena not John Cena by the way interestingly enough nothing for John Cena on 88 Sports Futures bets. Nothing. Not a single John Cena match. Okay, Who needs a win against Brock Lesnar that they would actually put there? Like, obviously, we, we already said it wasn't Roman. I can't imagine it's Drew McIntyre. I can't imagine it's Braun Strowman. Can't, no. Can't imagine it's Bray. It, this isn't. It's not a regular wrestler, is it? Or is it, it is a current active Ooh. WWE performer. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, then you know what? I'll, I'll just throw it out there because I think that if you know, again, if I was booking this next week, I might consider having Brock as the under. What about the Fiend? Uh, for the record, or Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt uh, in a hypothetical Brock Lesnar match. Lesnar would be a minus one thirty nine favorite. So okay, so close. Barely, barely. But you know he is not favored over Brock Lesnar. Uh, I mean, I'll throw out Drew McIntyre, but I wouldn't make it a favorite. It is. Oh, you know what? Drew McIntyre actually is also a favorite. I did not see this. There are two matches. I don't know why they listed them in different places. So there are two. Drew McIntyre would be a minus 139 favorite against Brock Lesnar. Oh, that's stupid. And then there's someone else who actually has better. Or I said better. I mean, you know what I mean? Like he's yeah, more, yeah, a bigger more favorite. of a favorite against Brock Lesnar. Um, and it's not Roman Reigns. It's not, it's um, not Keith Lee? Well, actually, you know what? I don't know why. We already did. You're the Brock. just going all over the. No, place. no, no. We did the Brock Lesnar Roman Reigns thing, and and Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns was also a favorite. So I set this up poorly. There's actually a bunch of performers, <laughs> but we already did that one, so I didn't even look at it. Um, uh, no, no, we've already covered that one. There, he is. You're right about the fact that he is a favorite, but we've actually already talked about it in this segment, and I just completely apparently had a stroke in the middle of the segment. Um, again, I wouldn't make it, but Braun. That is the answer. Braun Strowman, a minus 177 favorite in a hypothetical match against Brock Lesnar. All right, uh, two more that we'll pick so that we have 10 on the list. Um, how about how about a Kenny Omega-John Moxley match? Kenny Omega-John Moxley. A lot of people think that ultimately Omega should be a future champion. Kenny Omega-John Moxley. I'll, I'll I'll go with the Omega minus one thirty nine. Kenny Omega minus one seventy seven. Kenny okay. Omega minus one seventy seven. So right around there. Good good thought. Will we see it in the next twelve months? Yes. Yes, and I am in agreement on that one. I, and I think it. I think we're going to see it soonish. Um, for stupid reasons, I think you're right about that. And the last one, uh, Roman Reigns versus. Another of the bloodline, Roman Reigns versus his cousin, Dwayne The Rock mm-hmm. Johnson. 
Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns versus The Rock. What do you have for odds? Uh, I would have Roman Reigns minus... How big do I go here? I will go minus 400, yeah, Roman Reigns. Yeah, a little too big, but you had the right idea. Minus 278. Okay. Minus yeah, I knew it was going to be bigger than that 250 mark. And, and then um, they're going to do everything they can to get this match at WrestleMania. I said it earlier in the show. I, I think one of the reasons that they're doing it, the only question is, can they get The Rock? And, and I will say yes, that they can somehow make it work. I, t- oh God, this would be, I should pick against you just so we have one other thing that can determine this. I, however, agree. I completely agree. I Like, you started this storyline, like, it feels like you better have had some sort of feeling that this could lead to The Rock, right? Like, why start going down this path if you don't at least feel like it can. And I get it. A lot of things can change that between now and then. And it might not happen. And maybe they just started it in hopes that they could lure the rock in the process, right? But it just sort of feels like, why are you doing this? Why are you going this route if you don't at least feel like it could end with the rock? So I'm going to agree with you and also say that it does happen. So those are the 10 matches that we have decided to pick. Uh, Tyson Jericho, Lesnar Reigns, Rousey Flair, Moxley Jericho, Goldberg Riddle, Lesnar Ritter, Riddle, Cody MJF, Lesnar Lashley, Omega Moxley, and Roman Rock. All right, uh, Aaron, why don't we uh, uh, wrap up then? Go ahead, at the Aoster, right, to follow you at, and then... Yep, at the Aoster, if you have SiriusXM, listen to VSIN on SiriusXM 204. You can also go to vsin.com and hopefully subscribe. If you're into gambling and if you listen to this last segment, you're probably somewhat into gambling. I'd like to hope so. You'd, uh, I think you'd enjoy VSIN, so go check it out. I'm at Glenn Clark Radio, glennclarkradio.com. Thanks. Uh, uh, oh, don't forget AJ Francis 410 on Twitter, Instagram, everywhere like that. Uh, for Aaron, for Brandon, and for the main event, vent, 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 AJ Francis. I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben jobbing out. Jobbing out. I'm still here, motherfucker.